When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Ram Bernard, Mike Molina, L.A. Nick, and Doug Sprinthal. And we'll be right back. L.A. Nick is all fired up. Fired up. Fired up about oh, next. God, no. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. You know who sucks is Doug. Oh, wait a minute. We're on the air. (laughs) Wait a second. Doug needs a razor. He, He doesn't have enough money to buy a razor. Okay, we can talk about it after really. the commercial if you like, Nick. I actually am glad Nick's here. I always am glad Nick's here, but I have a car that I want to show him. It's on Walls or Cool Cars, and I just have to find where it is. That's uh, a cool this car This one right, right here. There. Oh, yeah, that is awesome. Tell us about it, Nick. It's a Ferrari Spider. It's a 2018 488 with yeah. 740 miles on it, and it's miraculously priced just slightly under four hundred thousand dollars. You know what? That's actually not a bad price for that car. Oh, I know it is. That's actually that's actually a cheap price. Well, for those of us that can Let afford it, which is why I'm showing my good it's friend L. A. Nick. It's actually that's a, that's cheap for that car. How many miles on it? Seven hundred and forty-three. Are you serious? It says right there, dude. That it's is a, a great buy. See, I. <laughs> This is beautiful. That we is have cars for everyone, fabulous buy, even man. mayoral candidates. And if you don't think the political system is rigged, if a guy who ran for mayor and lost can afford a $400,000 car. That is a great <laughs> deal. I'm telling you, that's a steal. For the rest of us mere mortals, we have uh, affordable you know what? cars. Anybody as- here could buy that car for four hundred grand and take it to L.A. and flip it and, and sell it for five ninety nine, just like that. There's our spot, Tom. Go, take us out. All right, so Nick and I are going to talk about two deals after the show today. <laughs> one on a car and one on real estate. It's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> Melina will hold them you down. And I, <laughs> you, and I, you, you and I should buy that car and, and ship it out to California. We uh, you'd, make, you'd make 100, 100 grand. G's. Make 100 grand a week. It's unbelievable. How cool is that? You guys don't have any dealers now, uh, I guess. If you want to check this out, go to walzer.com, hit inventory, and hit cool cars. And there's 40 other cars on there, and most of them are well under $400,000. That's a really good thing from, yeah. for all of us. For the rest me. of us, yep. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. It's 
after I sell it in in California? Yes, we'll yeah, take yeah. a uh, third party <laughs> post dated payroll check, Catherine. Okay, okay. That's basically what leverage is for. Yep. Let's do it. That is what leverage is all about. Joe from Louisville always says, let the fun begin. That could mean anything coming from Joe from Louisville. I will tell you that. So what, what are you all fired up about today, L.A.? Well, so many things. Uh, <laughs> so many so things. So many things. We it's, only have three endless. hours. But I, I have to say that uh, I heard through multiple sources, including Catherine, that Mitzi Shore died. Um I don't know if people know who Mitzi Shore is. Mitzi Shore is Polly Shore's mother, and she was probably one of the most important people in American comedy's history. Yep. And true. that's not an understatement. That she was probably one of the most important people in Americans in America's history of comedy. Period. She has made more comics famous than anyone else, than everyone else combined in American history. And uh, she was a fantastic lady with fantastic stories. And nothing like Polly, and uh, <laughs> and I will miss her forever. And she was a she was a spectacular woman. When did she die? Uh, I don't know for a fact, but I heard I just heard this morning that she had passed away. And she's been in a coma for almost three years now. So, jeez, oh, she had she had Lou Gehrig's the same as as, as uh, Richard Pryor. They died of the same age. I think it's funny because they were inseparable best friends. And, uh, okay, so who did the joke? Isn't it ironic that Lou Gehrig died of Lou Gehrig's disease? <laughs> That's Christopher in the Sprano. Exactly. Michael Imperioli. Yeah, yeah, Michael, yeah, Michael did that. You know what? It's funny, I, I, and I hate to say it, but I think it's drug related. Mm. Because yeah. they did the same drugs all, every day together. I mean, they were inseparable best friends. I mean, Mitzi and, and Richard yeah, just were together every time they could be together. So, and, and, you know, that was the days of drugs, and people did a lot of drugs and a lot of free basin and a lot of everything else. And, but it's just weird that both Mitzi and Richard both got Lou Gehrig's. Yeah, that is It weird. is true. It is. Uh, that is sad. I didn't know about that until I sat down and Mitzi Shore died. And you're absolutely right. She took comedy to another level back in, what, the early to mid 80s, that's about the right time. Well, it? actually, she bought the comedy store in 1967, and uh, got, and then her her husband left left her to go on tour with Elvis, and never came back. Really? Yes, for real. <laughs> so they, oh, they, and they just to take just first of all, they bought the number one celebrity bar restaurant in the world, Ciro's. There's more celebrity photos taken in Ciro's yep. to date in 2018 still than any other location in the world. So that's saying a lot. To buy that property and then change it into a comedy club. And it wasn't ever a comedy club. It was always a clubhouse for comics. And that's what made it different. And Mitzi opened that in 1967. It's been closed only three days since 1967. Twice for, a water, for sewage problems and once for a murder out front on Sunset Boulevard. And three days. It's been open 365 days a year since 1967. And... I'll tell you, Mitzi ran that place so well and did such a great job mentoring comics, and she made some of the best comics in history come to life and come to our, our screens at our houses. And She's done so much, and Tom Hanks is making a movie about her right now, and when you see the movie, you'll be surprised what she's done. Isn't it true, though, that, that literally it was the earlier mid-'80s when out of there, comedy really exploded in America. I mean, yeah, Richard Pryor's albums came out in, well, what, the early 70s? Yeah, I think, I think after like Richard, I think Sam Kennison days, it was like the rock star of comedy. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. like Ivy yeah. Comic became yeah. a rock star. Like they, they, Rock, you know, and it was intermixed, so you had rock stars there, and, you know, David Lee Roth would always be at the comedy store, and, you know, he'd be hanging out with Sam Kennison, and it was all just one big party, and but the whole Sunset Strip was, and that was the heyday of the Sunset Strip, and I think that resonated across America through comedy because it made comics rock stars because yeah. they were in the same crowd. I think that's right. And I'll tell you, t- I'll, I'll, never, I'll, I'll never be proud, happier than anything that happened in my life that I actually was there and got to experience those days on the Sunset Strip at the comedy store in the 80s. And, and it's just a different, it was just a different thing, different world. I, I tell everybody it was like going to college. I have an eight-year degree. But... Oh, you mean you in made street up street drugs? 
Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, it, wow. was like, it was like going to college. <laughs> being a tough a, crowd. Being at the, being, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Being in Hollywood in those in the, in that decade was like going to college. Like you came, you walked away from that place a little bit wiser than anyone else in the rest of the country. You just know a little bit more. You're a little bit street smart. You, you had a little bit more intelligence about anything because you met so many people with so many different kind of characters at the comedy store. So many everybody from from actors to musicians to to comics to. VPs of networks. They were all you met everybody, so you, you got to learn so much, and it was it was such an experience. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Wasn't there a big record store or record company right Tower. down the street? Tower. Yeah. Well, Tower Weren't they involved in all that? Well, well Tower Records yeah. store was net down the street, but also Capitol yeah. Records is right down the street. Everything's right down the right. street. I mean, you're on Sunset Boulevard. Mitzi, Mitzi not only owned that whole two blocks of the comedy store, she also owned across the street of the whole House of Blues property, and then 12 houses in the hills above the comedy store. And it, she had like her empire, and she ran it like an empire. I want to know something. How many how many people do you think were killed in the basement of Ciro's? Oh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. You know, there was a tunnel. Well, there's a tunnel. I mean, there's killed. A, there's a tunnel from that building that goes over to the House of Blues property. <laughs> And that was that was done during prohibition, because prohibition they had they were bringing in booze, and they actually bringing in booze in in the back of some, of the comedy store where there's a hillside, and there's a there's a dummy elevator that goes up to the second floor. So they were storing the booze up on the third or fourth floor, and you know bringing it down, and then bringing it through the tunnel across the street to to the where House of Blues property was. But yeah, there was well. After that, that became a mobster bar, and there was, there was actually, right. There, right. you can look it up, there was a mass killing there, uh, a oh, mass mm-hmm. shooting where, where multiple people were killed in there, and gang stuff. They were indeed, and it, a it, lot it, of gang exact, stuff going on. It's actually listed as one of the most haunted properties in America, too. Oh, is it? Absolutely. Comedy stores, I think, I, I, think, I think the comedy stores is like one or two. I could see that. That would make sense. That would make complete sense to me that it would be haunted. If anything's haunted, it would be that. Uh, it's a hell of a story, though. It's a great story. What drove her to open a comedy club? Because comedy clubs were not exactly uh, prolific uh, around the country. There were not a whole lot of comedy clubs. Well, her husband was a comic. And yeah, he, but I mean, there was... were no comedy clubs. That was a whole different deal. Yeah, there were some, but not many. I, I don't know the answer to that. I guess she just... They needed. It. They were in the right spot, the right time. And I guess, yeah. I mean, that's, it was a big deal. I guess it is true. Even back then, in 1967. So wait, wait, wait. Let me get this. So, he, her, her husband was a comedian, and he went on the road with Elvis. They were, what from, was, they what, were from Laquare, Wisconsin. What was his job? What did he do for Elvis? He was a comic. He he was a comic open. Oh, okay. For a long, long, what long was time, his name? like 17 years. Chuck, che, uh, Checky what was Shore. His... Che- I think it was Checky. I think I think it was Check. I'm not 100. I'm percent Okay. But. It, I think it was hmm. Czech. Shecky Green, that's Shecky who it Green, was. Yes. God, how'd you like to open you know, for Elvis? Green. That'd be terrible. But he opened for Elvis for like <laughs> yeah, seventeen <it> years. <laughs> I would not want a comic opening for Elvis. Yeah, that would be a I tough gig. A, I don't... If I bought a ticket for Elvis, but it worked for seven for a long time. Hmm. I mean, did you ever came... hear Shecky Green's great line in Vegas? No. Shecky Green was a great comedian back in the '60s, '70s, '80s. He's dead now. He's been long dead, but he's a very funny guy. And he got drunk one night on the Vegas Strip and drove his car right into Caesar's Fountain. <laughs> so his car is sitting in Caesar's Fountain, and the fountain's still running, right? Yep. So he's sitting there, and a cop walks up and taps on his window with his nightstick. And Shecky Green rolls down his window, looks at the cop, and says, No hot wax. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we, got it, we have it wrong. So, so we have it wrong. Paulie's dad's name was Sammy Shore. He's not dead. When you said he's dead, Sammy Shore, yeah, yeah, that's he's right. still alive. He's because he was in a documentary I did with him two years ago. So uh, yep. his name was Sammy Shore, and that was he was the opening act for Elvis. So there speaking you go. of Las, Green and Sammy Shore, speaking of Las Vegas, Thomas, I heard you say in the morning show that you're never going back there again. I wouldn't. But I'm not tired. <laughs> I've had it. I've you, had it with going to Vegas. I thought it was fun out there. I had a good time. 18 years in a row. Horrible city. All right. Fine. He's just tired of going. Okay. Wouldn't you rather go to Orlando or go to Not to, Orlando. Go to Rock God, no. Fort Lauderdale. What's wrong with Orlando? Have you been to Orlando? Yeah, no, not Disney Orlando, World. Tom. What are you, Shelly's brother? It's where life ends. Tom, not Orange Orlando. Blossom not Trail. Yeah, not Orlando. 
It's right off the OBT. Where? I don't know. Maybe no, New Disney York City. Is New York City or Philadelphia. Center City, no, Philadelphia. No, 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 no. It's going to be in November. I'm not going to New York in, in November. No way. Not, not Orlando, though, Tom. Can't do it in Orlando. Well, somewhere warm. Should we go to, okay, we'll, hey, go, to, we'll go to Biloxi, Mississippi. New Orleans. <laughs> go to New Orleans. Oh, God, no. You. Right, New Orleans, New Orleans <laughs> in November. Is it warm enough? City. Yeah, it's nice down there, then. Yeah, it's nice down there, then. Well, maybe we'll go to New Orleans then. New Orleans, Good right time zone. Yeah, fly into Louis Armstrong. New Orleans, New Orleans. Hello, Dolly. This is Louis Dolly. <laughs> what do you think of that impression? It's pretty it's good. Very good. Great. Sucks. Wow. Oh, good. Wow. Is that what I sound like? There's Alex. Good to My know. impression of Alex. Very good. To Thanks for coming in, Alex. Hey, How late was she? Do I win the bet? By the way, Alex, thanks so much to directing me to your Facebook page so I can look at my daughter's pregnant gut. Pregnant gut. Thank you for it that. Looks, it's yeah. kind of weird to look at your own Precious. daughter's pregnant stomach hanging out. What? <laughs> it is. What? It's just kind of weird looking at your own daughter's pregnant stomach. Suddenly the rest of the cast backs off well, the microphone like as the battle like starts. I know. What? Were you, you weren't supposed to, like, stare at it. <laughs> what? Kind of, what? Well, That's first of all, really weird. Did you t- did you take the picture on Skid this. Row? Where'd you get that mirror? It's our it's mirror distressed. in our bathroom. Oh, it's distressed on purpose. Yes, yes it's a barn. It's, a it's an old oh, barnwood God. door. Paid extra for it. Jesus. Christ. I never directed, <laughs> yeah. and plus, I never directed you to my Facebook page. I never told you well, to. Well, Dad, go. look at my belly. Yeah. <laughs> I use. I get notices that say Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen has posted a new picture. Well, that's not my Every fault. Every time I go, it's a picture of you and Fawn. Yeah. Or you and Dan and Fawn walking along the road or whatever. This time I go, and there's my daughter's belly button with an Audi. Belly button? Is it huge? What? It's it's huge, as they say. You can't even see your belly button. He's tripping. The hell you can't. Oh, Oh my my God. God. You're being so weird. Sometimes I think you need a CAT scan How is that weird? I was just in Florida where I was in a swimsuit half the time. And somehow everyone wasn't like, look at her and her pregnant stomach. Well, it's your daughter. It's a different deal. It's my stomach. It's not like I had, like... Here's a picture of my boobs, Facebook. Look at this. Oh, good God. No, okay, never mind. That's not, we're not talking anymore about well, this. Geez, well, you're, you're the one that started like, off the awkward, yeah. weird conversation. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, God, first of all, I look at the mirror and I think, oh, my God, my daughter's a pauper. You can't afford to paint her mirror frame. Okay, well, Dan made that <laughs> Then I found out it's a look. So, I found out it's a look. I didn't know it was a look. Like Doug said, you paid extra for it, <laughs> for the no paint job on it. Nope, he made it. No, it was, just, it was just a weird sensation. You're seeing, you know. Sensation? I, <laughs> okay, you have to yeah. stop talking oh, Jesus. Leave me weird. alone, all of you. You go take a you nap and we'll it. take it from here. Very strange. <laughs> I love that. That's a great idea. <laughs> I just got back from my, working out for two hours. I, I might go take a nap. It might be a good plan. Okay, for anybody wondering, it's a picture of me that I took of myself in my mirror, and I'm showing that I have kinesiology tape on my stomach, and that's For it. those of us that are uninformed, what kind of tape is that? It's to yes. help with... Um, like athletes will wear it and stuff for muscle soreness mm-hmm. and stuff oh, okay. like that. Yeah, and it wraps, seen it. And it wraps under my stomach, and then it crisscrosses on my back. That's I got it. it. I'm wearing a sweater, and I just have my sweater up a little bit, and I'm like, hey, here's you, kinesiology tape. And your boobs aren't hanging out. No, and okay. I'm not mooning no, anybody. No, Jesus. See, okay, that's it. That was yesterday's picture. Yeah. All right, that's enough talking. <laughs> that's enough talking. We're going to take a break. It's here. not. Her butt will be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a mooning picture today, Dad, so don't look at my face. Lexi's for butt. The next up next. 24 hours. <laughs> What the? Lexi, Lexi's butt. It's not an odd picture at all. It's very normal. (laughs) Doug's going to call you Lexi from now on. You do know that. (laughs) Perfect. Can't wait. You do know that's That's true, right? That's fantastic. (laughs) I won't. All right, so we have to find out why else. uh, We have to take a break now, but we'll find out why else, Ellie. You said you were fired up for several reasons. I don't know what they are. Okay, we'll be back in, in just a few seconds. 
I'm sorry about the loss of your friend, Mitzi Shore. She's a, she was a legend. There's no doubt about that. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so called up the folks at Whiting Clinic, and they helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to reserve today. Space is limited, so don't delay. That's 855-555-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. I see trees of green. <laughs> Sounds just like Tom Bernard. Red roses too. I see them blue. For me and you. And I think to myself. What a wonderful world. I love Louis That's Armstrong. exactly what. Yeah, yeah. I did too. My, I did too a lot. Um, college roommate and I used to have competitions of who could do a better impression of him. You know, I, I grew up in the 60s when he was doing that Hello Dolly stuff and I didn't realize what a big deal he was until he oh, started yeah. studying jazz. He was to jazz music what Jimi Hendrix was to rock. And when he yep. came out in the yeah, 20s true. he did stuff that nobody had ever heard before and just blew everybody's mind. One of my favorite albums ever is um, him and Ella Fitzgerald. Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, they were great friends and they sound great together. It's like Louie and Ella is for lovers or something like that. I think they made about album. seven or eight records. Yeah, like the, but that's that one did they really? Oh yeah, my favorite. Yeah, they did a lot of stuff together. They were tight as tigers, those two. So cute. I didn't know. They, I didn't know that was the case. Yeah. I did not know that. Same. So, LA, why are you so fired up today? Uh, you guys got me fired up. Boy, here we go. It's about, it's about my stomach again. <laughs> it just everyone yeah. needs to calm down. <laughs> just a stomach <laughs> so who got you fired up you know it's uh. such a it's such a it just it makes me so mad this town is such a farce this town oh. is always <laughs> it, it, it always brags about how it's so anti-bullying and how oh, and how it's that, so that is how, how, how it accepts everyone no matter where you're from and who you are and what yep. color you are and what language you speak you're accepted in the city I, of Minneapolis I think Molina needs some Advil <laughs> but, but it's such it's such a smoke and mirrors bullcrap farce. It is that it makes me want to throw up. And I'll tell you, it's true. It, 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 they do it in such a cowardly way. People like city pages, and I, I can say this because I'm an expert on it. I'm I'm literally an expert on it. I don't think anybody's had more hate campaign stories written on them than myself in city pages. Yeah, I think Michelle Bachman would give you a run for your money. <laughs> oh, that'd be close. <laughs> so I'm just starting in the race. So I, I I know I've had my share, and I tell you, and they, the writers. This is what people don't understand: the freelance writers of city pages. They literally get paid twenty five dollars. To write a story. Oh, $25 for a freelance oh, story. No wonder they don't get out of the office so, so and they what, just so troll on what, 30 if you want it spelled correctly. So what, <laughs> so what, 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 they, what they have to do is they have to get that, that click, that bait click on, on, their, on, their, on their pot. On their, uh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that makes sense. On, the, on their, what do you call it? Their, wait, their Facebook, or not their Facebook page, their Facebook page and their 
their uh, website. Their so they need they need the they click. So they they go after people that are relevant, but they they and they won't say anything that bad about you. They want the common public to destroy you. So they right. they just right. want to start a hate campaign to get everyone else to hate you, but yet the city preaches were the opposite. People, you you got to stop following the dumb leader city pages and they'll walk you off a cliff because they're trapping you into hating people that you don't even know and know nothing about. I only got targeted once and it was was pretty funny. Years ago, there was a guy in our company, uh, a good friend of mine named Jack Lucking, and he did live spots with Dave Lee on WCCO. Well, he left the company and it was really a good deal. And they said, why don't you take over and do it? said, okay, sure. And Dave and I got to be friends. And it wasn't quite like the KQ Morning Show, but we had a good time and we sold a lot of cars off it. But I got hate mail. And it, because you could tell they were old people because they sent actual letters in. And you know how old people have that kind of <laughs> shaky handwriting? Well, they sent a letter in. Yes, oh, my yes. God. It was so funny. Who Tom is this guy? He thinks he's a comedian. Yeah. He's the dumbest person we've ever heard. What happened to Jack? This guy's a moron. And I just would read these things and crack up. It was so really the, funny. The, the, a couple of people that, that I've got to know over the years who've done multiple stories on me. One of them, the girl's not there anymore. She quit. But she, she gave me a lot of insight on how it all works there. And that they don't get paid anything. And nobody there has ever become right. anything. Right. Nobody has two cents to rub together. So, of course, they're oh, going to So they're punch. mad. That's why. Of yeah. course. Who was the one guy? It was either City Pages or the reader that wound up being the editor and he went to work for uh, the, uh, the New York Times? David, uh, oh, what's his name? David, David yeah, Carr. David Carr. I mean, there's one Carr, guy yeah. that made the big time. He's really an interesting dude, actually. Well, nobody, did he die? Nobody in the last I 10 years did. has made the big time. And I think he died of cancer. It was a sad story. The only decent person even though, that was there in my time was Reed Fisher, and he's not there anymore. He did all oh, the really? music. But even, even, here's an example. Here's a perfect example. My whole block... About three years ago, a water main broke, and 2.2 million gallons of water pumped out of a six-inch main for 28 hours. Ooh. So mm-hmm. my building and the building next to me has 10-foot-high window wells, deep window wells. So the, the window wells filled up till all the downstairs windows broke and flooded out the whole buildings. So oh my, my whole building got flooded out. Everybody had a, the city evacuate the building, put everybody up in hotels for six months. The headline is... LA, LA Nick's house floods out. And then the like in the first line, his <laughs> his three thousand dollar designer bed gets ruined. And then they just write this stuff to get people to say, Screw this guy. Like like we you know, they yeah. just they just they, well, it was a four thousand dollar bed, right? It was actually a six thousand dollar bed. <laughs> oh, there you go. There it is. And, 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 splish, splash, and I was then, taking and, and a they, they say, in, 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 in his four thousand Three three story condo, four thousand square foot three story condo. Like they they put all this stuff just to get people to hate you. They're so cowardly and sneaky and just ah. Uh, I despise the way they they do the, their business. They're, they're such. They love me though. Isn't th- three thousand like the cheapest available mattress anyway? No mattresses are no 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 stupid expensive. You can buy my mattress from my pillow. Yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, Don Curtis just called me. I can call her right now and call yeah. her back and say, "Hey, can you get a mattress for LA Nick for less than three grand?" <laughs> There's a hundred dollar Amazon mattress. Yep, I know. Yeah, that. let's not yeah, yeah. Uh, get off the sponsor there. Okay. I'm, so, I'm just like saying that. That's <laughs> you know who I like? You know, Doug Sprint. Though what I like is Auto Nation. Yes, I they're mean, good. They're <laughs> almost as good as the Luther Organization when it comes to selling cars. <laughs> I mean, if we could be half as good as the Rudy Luther organization, we could really do some damage. And we wouldn't even need to advertise. Okay, did I say this is the best mattress I've ever heard of? Everyone should buy this mattress? You can go buy a blow-up mattress at Target for $49. I'm just saying that there are cheap mattresses out there. I I didn't say say this is the superior mattress. No one should ever buy a MyPillow anything ever again. I bought one, an inexpensive one for a boat because we don't use it very often. It was one that you used to endorse, Uh and I've been very happy with it. So, I actually That was Andy's endorsement. It was actually Andy's. Yeah, it was Andy. Yep. We forget the name, though. Tough to That's right. So, no, you're... No, yeah. <laughs> stupid. Well, Andy endorsed stupid it. Stupid brain. I want to endorse it. Andy endorsed it. I, I didn't. 
give me free. You could endorse belly oh, button God. tape. Yeah, you've never gotten anything free in your life. I forgot. <laughs> I'm saying just like Listen from you. a. I'm saying so from a sponsor. Like, oh, here, talk about this, and we'll give it to you for free. I've never had How that. How many before. my pillows do you have? I never. I'm okay. That's not what I'm talking about. Alice could oh, sponsor like a I, sausage I, I, maker. Oh God. When I'm at home making Bro. sausage. Speaking of the <laughs> Toyota Sienna. <laughs> All right, moving on. It's a van. It's a family van that just got really good ratings. I'm, yeah, we're going to test drive one. I'm excited. Good. Are you? That's good. Yep. That is a good thing. Yep. At Walls of um, yep. Of course. No, Luther. No, yes, yes, it will be at Walls of Autumn. They're just nicer people. Nation, they're yeah. the best. They're just nicer people. Yeah. <laughs> really Car- are. Carmax. And I met She's Mr. Nation before. He's just awesome. I thought, I thought you said you were going to Carmax. Yep. I'm going to buy it on Craigslist. <laughs> All right, well, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna go over to DGY and work. She's gonna go meet Can the guy imagine? in the alley, take some more belly pictures. Yep. Can you imagine buying a car on Craigslist? Oh God. Dan sold the his engine truck. falls out. Dan sold his truck on Craigslist. He did. I sold my old uh, Mercedes on Craigslist. I sold it in about four hours. Yeah, that's his truck sold. Super really? So I've only I've only had one Craigslist. I've only used Craigslist one time. Once, me and Nancy went on Craigslist and because we, we wanted a Roomba, so we went on Craigslist and somebody was advertising the a dance or the vacuum. The vacuum. Okay. Somebody was asking. Cause our first floor is all hardwood floors, and it's two thousand square foot of open space of hardwood floors, so it's perfect, you know, for a Roomba. Sure. So yes. we we go there and, and it's endangered hardwoods, right? Yes. In case City Pages is of listening. Of course. Yeah. It's very, distressed hardwood. Very endangered. Smuggled into the country. I smuggled it in from Africa. Small Brazilian children <laughs> carrying it in their beaks. Yeah. So I uh, I go, uh, we find the room on credit. We, we email the guy. He's like, yeah, get, here's the address. And I told Nancy, you know, I don't know where you want to go because everybody kind of knows me and who I am. And I don't want to be going up to this guy's door. And he's like, oh, I Nick just bought a Roomba from me and posted it on Facebook. So Nancy goes up and buys Yeah, that would ruin your career right there. Well, no, I just don't want to deal with people. They, you know, they, he they vacuums want, his home. Oh, my God. I just don't want to deal with people. So, so. Nancy goes up, and I'm right there in the car, so you know, see the whole. So we go home. Let's get this straight a, for the readers at home. So you sent your wife in to meet some guy that you met on Craigslist. It's right at the door. Oh, she never went in the house. That's nice. She never went in the house. She went up to the door. Does she get money from the state? I can't figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, oh, we get home. We get home, and there's an email in her email from the guy, like a reply after we already picked it up. Yeah. And of course, why do you have background course, music? Yeah, why is music yeah, playing in the background? Of course, it's a penis picture. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? The oh guy sends, my, sends Nancy a penis picture. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's so I'm like, uh, we are never using Craigslist again, ever. I buy stuff no. on Craigslist a decent amount of the time, and I've never had a weird experience in my life. Oh, well, I have. That was it. You should try being more attractive. I guess. <laughs> I should send everybody that I buy stuff from belly pictures. That's what I should do. Yes, that's what you should do. You know, a lot of guys you know, like that. That's a lot, what a lot of weird guys like that. Gross. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Prego? I was gonna say, oh, like, that's what it some random be? guy wants to see. Is I'm pregnant. There's prego, Matt. There's think... prego porn sites, man. What the Welcome hell? to Nick's mm. last episode of the Tom Bernard <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He no, discusses pregnancy facts. porn with the star's daughter. Oh, just stating facts. There's people, some guys are into that, man. Some guys are into anything. Yeah, every, there's that's true. someone into something, no yep. matter what it is. Yep. Ten years ago, there was this famous YouTube guy when YouTube was like semi-new named Billoon, and all Bill he would do Oon. is un- he'd inflate these gigantic balloons and then climb inside of them. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, and that's yeah, like all them. he did because he had like this yep. balloon fetish. I remember he tried to get his whole body inside a b- big balloon. Yep. He had a wound fetish. I do remember it. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, I wonder. Probably, probably yeah, there's clown yeah, fetishes. Yeah, it was always clown. Yeah. Mm. You know, you guys have made me very sad today. I just got working out. Now I'm all depressed and sad. I got other sad news. Somebody I got to recognize, too. So when I first came to Minneapolis, I didn't know if I liked it here or not. You know know how he just skips over your story? (laughs) I just want to give this guy a plug because he he meant a lot to me in my life. He just just passed away. Don't worry about my feelings. Yeah. Oh, Oh, you lost a friend? Yeah. I I hate that one. So 
this guy, he, he was a real, he owned a real estate company here in Minneapolis, and he owned the hotel in Minneapolis. So when I first came here, the people, oh, I knew him. The people who sent me here put me out in, in Bloomington, and I called them back. I said, I can't stay here. I am going back to L.A. They said, well, try to go downtown Minneapolis. A brand new hotel opens today, and we'll put you up in the suite there for a year. So it happened to be John Hempel's hotel was the hotel in Minneapolis, yep. Yep. and he was a great guy, I, I a super a question. nice guy. So who was this they that put you up in the yeah. suite for the year? And how do I get in touch that with was, them? Uh, that when do you be, want the Ferrari delivered? That would be Jonas Lawrence and Eva Longoria. What? Why did they what? send you to Minneapolis? Why did they what send the you to Minneapolis? What the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Well, me and Jonas Lawrence <laughs> owned a company called Go Hollywood Live, and we were testing a green screen video booth at the Mall of America for a year. And oh, yeah. I was the one who came out here to, to run it. And that's how I got in, in, introduced to Minneapolis. Wow. I didn't know that story. That's good. Hmm. So I how does either. Eva Longoria fit into this? She was a partner with Jonas okay. in She's all the Eva and best of restaurants across the country that all are now gone except for the mm. one in Hollywood. Did you ever send her dick pictures? No, I didn't okay. send anybody dick pictures. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, Doug, I'm pictures. trying to tie it back all together. <laughs> Most disjointed show in the history of broadcasting. I actually don't think she's that, I don't wow. think she's that attractive. No, she's just a total. I'm surprised she ever made it on TV. Well, with in, a I, mug like that, uh, right. no. In, uh, in person, she's—I don't think she's Jesus. that attractive. I just don't. Not, not for me, not I swear, God, one of you—one of you—is going to pause and say, "I'm an excellent driver." I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> Did anybody take Ritalin I'm, today? I'm an excellent Honest driver. To God, I am a See, good driver. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I really am How a many good toothpicks driver. are there on the floor? I am a really good driver. <laughs> we now will get blasted in the paper for. Tom made fun of autism. But, but anyway, it was horrible. Rest in peace, John Hempel. Well, I want to talk about John right after this. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable. Stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than fifty percent off his four-pack special which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. It's getting weird, man. The world is changing, and I don't know if it's for the better. A lot of technologies out there. I'm not into it. All right? Craigslist is a big, big website. People go there. First of all, have you gone to the Craigslist website? It looks like it came out when the internet came out. <laughs> Does anybody want to put up some flash? <laughs> looks like Braille. I don't know. <laughs> but people sell stuff on this with no problem. I don't know. I can't do this. It's weird, this Craigslist, it's, you don't know who's coming to your house, right? It's like an invitation to get murdered. <laughs> Just put up the posting, you know, area rug for sale, come murder me and my family. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? That's Sebastian Maliscalco. Yeah, Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian, yeah, he's a very funny guy. He's a nice guy, too. That's great. Um, 
I've known John Hempel myself for, God, probably 20 years. John uh, and I used to play golf once in a while at Golden Valley and uh, died at 47 years old. Nicest very, guy in the world, young. too, well, man. Does he have a heart attack? Or brain cancer. Nice oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, cancer. Yeah. Brain cancer. And, uh, I, I feel like that's getting more common. Yeah. yeah. So cell phones. I think it could be. Did he be. have a um, I think it could be glioblastoma? Uh, I believe he did. did he, I believe he did. Yeah, yes. I feel like I've, hear, I've heard a lot of people with glioblastoma lately. Yep. Which cell is phones. supposed to be not very common. I'll tell you a quick funny story because John was a total. He was the he was the epitome of Midwest a Midwest businessman, and uh, yeah. as you know, uh, so he so after I got to, I stayed in his suite in his hotel Hotel Minneapolis for 13 months. So I got to become pretty good friends with John, and uh, one day he goes, "Hey, tell you what, I'll trade you the hotel room for a month for your house in L.A. for a month." So I'm like, yeah, no problem. Me, it's sitting empty. So he flies out to L.A. and Paulie Shure's one of Paulie Shure's best lifelong friends and one of my best lifelong friends, Dean Gelber, picked him up at the airport. And John wanted to go out to some Hollywood nightclubs, you know, and see stuff he's never seen. So I get a phone call in the car from Dean, and he goes, he's whispering, he's like, hey Nick. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I got this guy in the car, but he wants to go out to nightclubs, but I can't take him to any nightclubs. I'm like, why not? He goes, he's wearing a brown suit. <laughs> <laughs> so so I go cause I, You can't wear a brown suit in LA So I, I, I said let me let me talk to him And he put him on the phone I said John no disrespect or anything But you can't really go out to Hollywood in a brown suit Do you have any other suit He goes yeah I have a gray one <laughs> So they went back to the hotel And he got changed before they went out cause Brown suits are kind of a Midwest thing If people who only live in the Midwest would know that, but yeah, you don't. Or European, yeah, throughout yeah. Europe and yeah. the rest of the world, well, brown not, suits are just except fine. Except New York and L.A. <laughs> Frank Zappa That's wrote true. a tune called "Brown Shoes Don't Make It." Brown shoes don't make it. Yeah, brown shoes don't make it. Yeah, it's true. So yes, uh, yeah, rest in peace, John Hempel. What uh, hell of a nice guy. Yeah, really. And I'm glad you brought sweetheart. it up, actually, L.A. Yeah. Sweetheart guy, man. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, I got uh, Kevin Osgard sent me that notice. He died April fifth, as a matter of fact. So he's been he's been gone about six days already. But did he um, work around pesticides or petroleum? No, no. He was a golfer. Worked uh, around. Did money. he smoke? No, he did no, not smoke. He did not smoke. Well, then he was really unlucky. He, he was, was a very very super nice guy. Most forty-seven-year-olds that die are unlucky. Yes, yeah. that's very true. Well, but I mean, like, you know, if you're smoking three packs a day, then you have to see it coming. Yeah, yeah. But if you he's not doing point. anything like that, then, nope. you know. He actually he actually had it for quite some time, too. It didn't just pop up he and did. kill him. He's he had it for, for about three years. About, about three and a half years yeah. ago, he started yeah. saying words and sentences that didn't fit. And he didn't know why he was doing it. So he yeah. went to a doctor and said, listen, mm. I, I'm, I'm putting dropping in words and sentences that don't fit like L.A. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like L.A. Nick. He sounds uh -oh. just like L.A. Nick. So, so he went and got, he went and got a scan, and they found some spots in his brain, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse yeah, and worse. Terrible. That sounds more like astrocytoma. I was just in my say opinion. That. Yeah, I know, right? I you made L.A. You made L.A. Nick thing. be quiet. That's impossible. Well, I was like, where did he come up with that? Andy surprises me sometimes. Andy, Andy knows all that stuff. Yeah, should be a doctor. Um, I want to ask everybody a question because I talked about that this morning. And I, I, England's got to back off on the food thing. Look, I've been in England once in my life. I thought London was <laughs> on the magnificent. Food thing? It was a wonderful, wonderful thing. You mean like stop trying to make food because yes. it's all stop bad? Stop trying to make food. Their new thing now in England is pizzas where the toppings are onion rings and chicken nuggets. Oh, man. Stop that. They must have legalized marijuana uh... in London. <laughs> you think that's what it is? That sounds dreadful. That sounds horrible. I tell sure you, does. I can't even eat fast food. I eat one thing no. of fast food. I feel sick for days. Yeah, I can't eat it anymore, really. Once you, stop, once you stop eating it and then you try it once, it, it, it's bad. Yeah, that's it's, the key. If yeah. you eat it, you got to keep eating it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So that's the key to life? Well, no, yeah. it's like your body adjusts to, to it. It's so true because Dan would eat fast food and then once we, you know moved in together and stuff. Once you took over his life? Once I controlled the every yeah. aspect. Kept saying, you're going to eat that. The only yeah. exception I can say is an Egg McMuffin. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can do an Egg McMuffin for McDonald's. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> egg I can McMuffin. eat French fries. E-M-M-O-K-L-A. <laughs> egg McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> 
been doing egg McMuffin. E-M-M-O-K-L-A. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, no, just a very quick re-reference here because, uh, you know, the twisted minds that people have now. When I was a child... Growing up in Minneapolis and St. Paul, I would watch the news and Dave Moore would be on the news. And Dave Moore was one of the most honest people I've ever met in my life. He was a brilliant man. He was a great speaker. Catherine and I went and saw him speak at a Unitarian church out in Minnetonka one time. Just a great speaker. I got to know him later on in life. Nicest guy in the world. And he told the truth. Whatever the news was is what the news was. It wasn't his opinion. It wasn't his take on the news. He did the news. Now you get, and look, I have friends in the news business. Frank Vassalero and Amelia Santanello are good friends. Jeff Passelt, obviously. Loosely. Yeah, Jeff Passelt, <laughs> loosely a friend, you know. No, I, think, no, I meant a journalist. You know, Tim McNiff, been a newsman most of his life. So I do have friends in the news business still. But it does bother me. Uh, newspapers started it. There's no question that newspapers started it because once they, and I still, I still do not understand why newspapers didn't band together and buy Craigslist and use it for themselves. Because Craigslist has no competitor to this day that I know of. No. Do they? Uh, eBay. Why didn't newspapers just? Yeah. Well, eBay now. Yeah, that's 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 basically true. Well, and Facebook is doing uh, like yeah, garage sale things yeah, too. Yeah, marketplace. Yeah, marketplace. So yeah. why didn't newspapers go? hey, that's a good idea, why don't we do that, instead of just giving away the want ad business, which is where they made most of their money. I, I'll never understand it's why newspapers did that. lack of vision. I mean, that's always what happens. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so then they decided to get into, okay, we really need advertising badly, and then the advertisers started telling them what the news should say. Uh, like pharmaceutical companies do now with the ABC, NBC, and CBS Evening News, uh, we want people to not sleep. We want to give them headaches. We want them nervous. We want a lot of anxiety. Uh, and we've gotten to the point now, this, this whole talk about city pages and all the rest of it, and they can write whatever they want. Look, first of all, I, I said this before. When I was seven years old, my father told me he never liked me. You think you can hurt my feelings? It's not going to happen. I couldn't care less what you say. But here's the deal. Um... Anybody can do anything to you now, say anything they want, and people will automatically believe it. Like, it's been printed so many times, I said this and I said that, and I never said those things. Right? I know exactly but what you're talking I, about. Sorry. Yeah. And I will tell you this. They can electronically make you do or say now whatever they want you to do or say. And you're going to have a really hard time. Yes, experts, and Andy will tell you this, experts can break it down and say, this is fake, this was put together. Like, you know, John Wayne appearing in that Tom Hanks movie, was it uh, Fliberty Gibbity? What was that again? Uh, what the I, I hell was the name it. of that movie? Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump, yeah. Fliberty Gibbity. Whatever the hell the name of it was. Whatever it was. But, you know, they have people, they have a... Uh, 3D shows now, They're, they want to do a 3D show of Prince where Prince actually will look like he's on stage, right? Right. So it just makes me sad that there are so many ways now that people can make you believe things that, that are not true in the least. They know they're not true in the least, but so many millions of people will believe them because, hey, it's right there on the page, it's right there on my TV, yeah, it's right there on the radio. they're not allowed to lie. And yeah. On top of it, they want it to be negative because negativity travels ten times faster than That's anything exactly positive. That's exactly right. So they can't say That's you exactly did anything right. good. Like I, I did a, nope. a, a benefit in City Hall in Minneapolis City Hall. I was the first person to have a public party in City Hall that had open alcohol bars, and I did that for breast cancer. And did City Pages do a story on that? No. Because no, it's positive news. Positive. They don't want positive news. They only want negativity. No. Well, it, like the like the the t network TV stations, I think local news can still be pretty honest. You know, I, I watch you know four, five, nine, eleven. Oh, they, they all 11. covered. They, they, they all covered me. that that the party in City Hall. Care Eleven did. WCCO did, but not any. They the covered rest. what? They covered when I had the breast cancer benefit for City Hall. Oh yeah, they will cover. Yes, yeah, because yeah, I think local news will still be pretty honest. National news, I wouldn't trust one thing anyone says on national news. There's no way. I, I think they're all bought and paid for. But look, it's how, what they do. 
And people, unfortunately, and here's the sad part for me, that millions of people want to believe that you're a piece of crap. They, they want to believe that they're better than somebody and you're the flavor of the day. Yep. Well, I know I'm better than this person because this is what they did. I know I'm better than they are. It, it's just really sad that people... I, you want to spend your day running around hating everyone? It's just unbelievable. I mean, I hate all of you guys, but that's a personal thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I said, I who could blame you? I, I seen a guy in a bar. I, said, I heard, <laughs> I heard a guy in a restaurant say, I don't like that guy. Look, and he was talking about me, and I, I yeah, actually went up to the guy and said, "How do you not like me? You don't even know me. I've never met you." Right, exactly. And he goes, "Oh, just the stuff I read about you." So you believe everything you read? It's just. I guess so. Oh, it drives me crazy, man. No, Catherine, let me ask you a question. We were mm-hmm. just invited by by Mayor Carter to come to St. Paul for a tour of the city. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Okay, well, why would the mayor of St. Paul, a black man in America today, invite me after, of course, several publications say that I'm a bigot and I'm a racist and I'm a horrible human being? Why would a black mayor from a great family, by the way, invite Catherine and me to come over and tour the city with the mayor? I bet Mike Vec has something to do with it. Oh, Mike Vec is the best. He's great. I love Mike. No, you know what? The Carter family is a good family. I don't know them really well, but... Philip Wise knows them. My, my only uh, problem with them. him is every time I hear his name, uh-huh. I think he's the bass player in a 60s R&B band. Uh, I know. Melvin Carter. Melvin Carter. <laughs> I know. I know what you're saying exactly. Sounds like a ba- old baseball player to me. Yeah. Old baseball player. Anything. Oh, I thought you were looking it up. But, yeah, we will. Uh, but Philip has told me he's talked to, talked to Melvin Carter and his family, and apparently they listen to the show. And I, I just... People, seriously, go out and get a hobby, get something to do, go get a bike and ride it this summer, rather than spending time hating every... God, the hate... And by the way, it's not just the tolerant who are intolerant, it's also the very religious who are not religious in the least. It's both sides of the issue. I'm holier than thou. Look, let me put it this way. If you're such a God-fearing, wonderful human being, and you really have deep faith in the Lord you probably wouldn't want people to get fired over something they said. You would say, you know, they need to be, mm. you know, they, they need to reclaim their, their decent, uh, I don't even know what the hell you people call it, but, but anybody who really is religious would want you to thrive. They wouldn't want you to, to go waste away and die and not ever work again. You're, you're the exact opposite of who you think you're, you are. Well, you're not allowed to do anything creative or make anything here. Yeah, that's right. You're and not allowed many, to. Minnesota, what? Minnesota, and wait, I know wait, wait, it's back that up. Slow down. Go ahead. Explain that to me. Okay, perfect example. Two years ago, I was trying to give back to all the all my friends in Minneapolis. And I put out a single mm-hmm. called Friends in Minneapolis. You can look it up, Google it, Friends in Minneapolis. It's a, okay. a, a single I put out. The second I put that single out, it's it's me singing in it. City Pages, of course, L.A. Nick drops new single just to get it bashed. Is it possible that it sucked? No. Because we've produced some pretty <laughs> significant musical releases in the city in the last 40 years. Oh, God. Yeah, listen to it. <laughs> Okay, we got to go go out here. Let me say this on the way out, and then we'll be back in about eight minutes. I met somebody on the street who walked up to me and was yelling at me about something I said on the air. And I stood there, and I talked to him, and I, I listened to him. And today, he and I have become terrific friends. Many, many years later. You know who that guy is? Michael Bryant. You got it. Is it really? First time I ever... Absolutely. I was First just a I complete him, shot really, in the dark. I wasn't even serious. It, it's Michael Bryant. He was not happy with me, and he let me know it. And he, he said he was impressed, the fact that I didn't get mad at him. I sat and listened to him. And he and I are now very, very good friends. That's the, how the world's supposed to work. We'll be back. Tom Bernard.